Cantaloupe Mastermind. <laughs> That's your new character class, Jason? Yep, I'm a Cantaloupe like it. Mastermind. Cool. Oh That's a subclass. Yeah, it's a subclass, right? Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Is Cantaloupe the class and then Mastermind is the subclass? No, 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 no. no. It's the the character's race is Cantaloupe. And, oh, sure. Delicious. Um, a sentient yeah. melon. Yeah, and they, they are a mastermind. Um, right. So they have control of their own faculties. Their movement is zero, though. Oh, then they all have un- arranged marriages, so they can't elope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, show's over, folks. See you later. Thank you for listening to Rated RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Great time, guys, as always. <laughs> Let's get started. Last time, what happened was you guys arrived at the High Hall Cathedral, and you're looking for Grand Duke Alder Ravenguard who is the man who could get you the keys to the mansion you so dearly want back in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> we earned that mansion, by the way. That is our mansion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't make it sound like we're squatters. Please. All you gotta do is just go into a house and murder everyone inside, and then it's clearly it's your mansion <laughs> after that. You also gotta pee everywhere, too. But, yeah. <laughs> of course. We've That's marked, true. Leave Mark a lot a of DNA evidence everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Peeing in the mouth of evil is not just about, you know, defacing evil. It's also about marking territory. Yes. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Apparently, Ravenguard is somewhere here in this cathedral. However, when you showed up, it seemed like the cathedral had been overrun with demons or devils. And you've had to do a little bit of fighting to get through here. And first you came across hellhounds, and then you came across an army of fucking giant hell crabs. So you guys had a pretty crazy fight, but you guys emerged victorious, if a little bit scratched up. So what do you guys want to do right now? I think we need I think to rest. The only in thing the that makes sense. Secret make Dion House. <laughs> Secret hey, that's only Dion for the ladies, house. sir. But you can come one time. <laughs> <laughs> I go in the secret I Dion house. <laughs> I've casted Leoman's tiny hut. Boop, boop. Yes. All right. should just call it Secret Whoa. Dion house. That should be what the spell is I called. Mean, I'm going to write a letter to him, man. See if we can't get that changed. <laughs> secret Dion. Well, yeah, it's your own version of the spell, you know? Yeah, exactly. He can call it whatever he wants. Diomund. Diomund's. Diomund's secret house. <laughs> That sounds like a, a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Let's get this health back together. Yeah, how much health do we get from that? It's an eight-hour rest, so. Well, it's up to you guys. So what he did was he cast Tiny Hut, or Secret House, well, which creates a very safe and comfortable place to rest. And enemies can't get into it. But, you know, you are just still sitting out in the open with just like this dome of magical force around you. So, and it lasts for eight hours. So you could theoretically do a full long rest if you want, or you could do a short rest, which will only take you an hour. It's entirely up to you guys. 
Well, let's see. I need. We don't um, get our health back on a short rest, right? You do. Right. You, can, you can spend hit dice to heal yourself, and every hit die that you spend, you have you have five of them, one for each level, and then you roll it. You add your con bonus, and then that's how many hit points you recover. Well, I need like nineteen hit points, so I don't know. Do you guys want to do a long rest or short? I'm down for a long rest. We'll probably have a fight when we come out the the sex shack or whatever. But just so you guys know, a long rest is eight entire hours in a church that's overrun with enemy devils and demons. I can keep pushing on, but I'm down to two hit points as my normal self. So I have healing potions out the ass, though. And I mean, you you can spend your hit dice during the rest. And I know you you get your wild shapes back when you do a short rest. So that you'll at least true. have that. Some of them. I'm a couple spells down, but I could probably survive. Yeah, let's do a short rest. Okay. We're going to do a short rest. Mamma mia. All right, let's do this then. Hit die number one is a D8. I got seven. So if I use like two hit dice? No, maybe I should use three. Uh, uh, what happens if you just use all your hit dice? You so on? you get half of your hit dice back at the end of every long rest that you do. Half rounded down. So I'll use three, and that should get me back up to normal. Yeah. The hour goes by without any sort of interruption, but I would like everybody to go ahead and make a perception roll. See if you spot anything amiss. Ooh, a perception roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, my, my perception is so bad. Ooh, I'll take that. All right. Hey, that's nice. A 22, 24, and an 18. Okay. Ignore that. That's my hit points. All right. I will ignore it. Okay. So you guys do, in the middle of this rest, about 30 minutes in, do notice that there are more monsters lurking about in this cathedral. You guys spot the curtain that is a little bit to your south. It's like to your southwest. You see the curtain temporarily get pulled and uh, someone, you can't quite, quite tell what they are. They look perhaps devilish, sort of peeks out into the room that you guys are in and then quickly pulls the curtain back. So Ashton Kutcher. Burn! God damn it. How are you always We're called my twists? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Maybe they're just going to put on a play or something and they're just looking to see if their the audience is ready. Yeah, they're checking to see how full the house is. They don't want to yeah. come out to a, you know, if they're still waiting on... Like ten reservations. Later right. <laughs> Do we see any posters for like specific performances that the devils might be putting on? Are they doing an improv show? It's it's uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, bye bye birdie actually that they're they're doing here. But you you're pretty sure that there are some devils that are, are essentially regrouping and waiting for you to emerge from this tiny hut so that they can take you on. Where but, did I see this this uh, peekaboo situation? So from where you guys are currently on the map, if you go south and west, there is a curtain over here. Oh. Yeah. 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 Over there. All right. All right, are we ready for those guys? Should we leave the, the Diamond secret hut? <laughs> secret house? I got to get my wild... <laughs> I got um, to do my wild shape. I gotta do my wild shape. Right All right, so uh, Coslo, are you thinking about uh, wild shaping into an animal in preparation of the attack? No, I'm trying to figure out how many wild shapes I get back because we did the short rest. Get all of them back. All right, then. No, I'm not going to do a wild shape yet. 
Okay. Oh, come on, roll a 20. Don't play me like this. Come on. Yeah, still just giving you can black screen. Can I give screen. out Bardic Inspirations? Yeah, you can you can give out Bardic Inspiration. I think I think you get them back when you do a short rest. I know yep. Bards eventually get that. I think you're at high Yeah, level. that's at level 5, so. Okay. I give one to each one of the homies. Dun, 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 dun. They do only last 10 minutes, though, <laughs> so. Oh, uh, then but... never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you guys are back. We gained most of your hit points. Costly, you got your wild shapes back, and you got your inspiration back, Race, so you're pretty much at full strength. Shall we? Yeah. All right. Let's go see what's behind uh, curtain number one. All right. It's a new car. (laughs) I'm going to move Race (laughs) since, Dion, you're having some problems. But uh, you guys start making your way down over towards (laughs) that curtain. All right, so I have deleted the curtain line of sight blockage as you guys sort of pull it aside. So as you enter into this new area, it appears like this section of the cathedral has been curtained off for small private ceremonies. However, the most recent ceremonies that have occurred here involve horrible bloodshedding, carnage, and multiple dead guards, as well as foul remains of infernal creatures. You guys are essentially walking over a battlefield in this room. Ooh. I'm going to go stealth. Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth check. Anybody else want to do a stealth check? You guys can all move quietly as a group. Yeah. I'll stay back. It appears Um, that I... Could you roll it for me, sir? It appears I have disadvantage on stealth checks. Ah, yes, the plate armor. The plate armor gives disadvantage. It's one thing I learned from D&D Beyond. After I did all the algebra <laughs> equations. Figured oh. out pie and just... Another thing we realized with D&D Beyond is that we haven't been doing your expertise correctly, Dion. You actually, for persuasion oh, and shut. deception, have a plus 10 instead of a plus 7. So... Yes! Dang. So wait, I, I will lie to everyone! everyone. Yeah. I didn't roll my stealth expertise either. Well, you should do that. Roll so it's, expertise. So Brad thinks Do you just roll a D? Brad thinks he's so stealthy. I rolled it for you, Dion. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. All right, so it looks like the lowest roll was Jason with the nine. However, the majority of you got a pretty good roll. And the way that group checks work in fifth edition is that half of the players need to pass it. So right now, the only way you guys wouldn't pass this stealth check is if the passive perception of your enemies was 18, because then two of you, actually even more than that. Holy shit, you guys rolled amazing stealth. Anyways, you guys are pretty stealthy. Go ahead and move your characters around. Explore. I'm just going to have race kind of like follow Globjeg, since they're both sort of like tend to be ranged characters. But I'm obviously not going to have him follow I'm, Glubjeg off into melee or anything like that. I'm going to go check out this fist of Torm. I want to flip the lever and see what happens. <laughs> yes. Uh, that always ends up well. All right. Everybody pause for a second. With you. Uh, you guys have sort of like revealed some more stuff. So. All right. Race and I'm doing a little bit of party splitting here. That's fine. Everything's fine. All right. So you guys notice that uh, giant fist of Torm, as you called it. I'll read a little bit about this. So what you're looking at is an altar, which rests on a raised dais in this broad hall. 
made of beautifully polished teak wood. It takes the shape of a gauntleted hand clenched into a fist. A large lever stands next to the altar, suggesting that it has some sort of mechanical function. And that's Yeah, it. if you flip the lever, then it'll throw up the devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Race and Glubjag, you have stumbled across even more of those corpses, and you see that there is a, 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 a devil that has been apparently slain in battle with several guards around him, as well as what looks to be sort of an older human in leather uh, with a staff resting next to him me and my little buddy will go check out the corpses okay hell yeah so you start looking through the the corpses are you looking for anything in particular or <laughs> just trying to see what equipment they have yeah looking at anything that would be useful for me or anything that might look magical or also things that might be identify them with groups and such gotcha gotcha well, you notice immediately that the guards appear to be guards from El Torel. In fact, you think they're probably associated with the church itself. The individual with the leather armor and the staff, though, he appears to be a druid upon closer inspection. You see the holy symbol of Sylvanus around his neck. And as you're sort of like reaching to perhaps rip it off of his neck and pocket it for some change, you actually see that he shifts slightly at your touch he doesn't appear to be dead meanwhile Coslo and Dababi what are you guys doing are you gonna pull that lever well I think we should check it out Dababi you can see if there's a trap on it right uh yeah I can uh let me let me let me, let me see here uh, I guess I could take a look um well I'll tell you what I got the higher perception let me go over here and take yeah a you'd look. actually be better at spotting traps although I feel you know that I'm pretty good at it but I don't know if I actually am <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't that how it always is. <laughs> okay, so careful not to touch anything or step on any pressurized plates or trip on any wires. You kind of inspect the area and, and see if there's any traps, and from what you can tell, no, seems safe. Well, let's flip this lever then, okay? Are you talking to me? Gutsy. I'm talking to the Bobby. The Bobby, are you, let's are you, you want me to do it? I'm going to say a nice prayer to Torm. I'm going to say, uh, Torm, uh, I love you, and I, I, I really respect you. Here goes a nubbin. And then I flip the lever. <laughs> I love you, and I really respect you. Here goes nothing. <laughs> okay, awesome. So you flip the lever. So first of all, I want you to... Make a religion check tied to charisma. So if you're proficient with the religion skill, you add your proficiency bonus, and then you add your charisma bonus on top of it. So that'll be a grand net of negative one. Okay. Uh, I've got it. I've got, can I do it too? Or is it just Jason? It's just Coslo. It's, it's just Coslo. All right. Nothing bad happens, but as you sort of like are uttering this prayer and you reach to, to touch the lever, for a moment, just a fleeting moment, you sort of feel the eyes of your deity watching you. But then as, as you try to perhaps uh, figure out what it is that your deity is sort of wanting you to do or expecting of you, that feeling immediately disappears. You, you feel that perhaps maybe if you had done or said or, or even just thought something slightly differently, perhaps the unknowable mind of the god might have given you a benefit. 
but uh, <laughs> you, you, appeared to be too, you appeared to be too clingy to him. <laughs> you just needed a roll better, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> How the it's fuck am I supposed it's to? It's not him. It's you, man. All right, yeah, I'm new to this whole business. I have not. I went from hugging. He was nervous. Yeah, I, this doesn't happen to me. I swear to God, this is the first time this has happened to me. You should, try to, you should try to pray better next time. You you God. could you could pass this along to the other members, perhaps that if they you feel like this altar has power, and that by you okay. know maybe saying a quick prayer to Torm at this altar could do something beneficial if the person has the you know the the will to to do it, or if Torm just sees fit to grant it to them. Then um, I share that with Debobby, and when we catch up with the other two, I'll let them know. Yeah, I want to. I don't think I don't think here goes nothing really directs your God. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> but what does happen? You got to get that Baptist preacher in you. <laughs> yes. What does happen when you uh, pull the lever is that the giant hand unfurls and opens up, which creates a a somewhat loud sound. And as that happens, the curtains behind you to your left open up. And a tra- some, something of a trap is sprung as the devils burst forward and attack. So we're going to need everybody to roll initiative. This isn't a play. And Brad, this happens like right as you're noticing that this person is alive. Okay. okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, we were caught flat-footed. But I'm still in stealth. Well, I thought I was. Well, I think making the giant hand unfurl takes you out of stealth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, they, uh, they definitely noticed that sound. But they won't necessarily notice us over here, right? Yeah, well, we'll see. You guys haven't made any sort of noises, and you guys did roll stealth checks, so. But they know that they sold four tickets, and there's only two of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Bring gonna... yourselves, they, probably, they probably think they killed the rest of us. Well, they they did see the hut, although they can't see inside of it. The way that those huts work is you can see out of it when you're in it, but the people looking in can't see into it. But they would know that there is a potential for more than just two people in there. Uh, they can fit up to like six or something. But yeah, you don't know if they're if they're gonna have spotted you or not. All right, getting them. Into I can't position. believe Torm did me like that. <laughs> You think you know a guy. <laughs> you think you worship a guy. You, you, you dedicate your life to him, and what does it give you in the end? Bunkus. <laughs> oh, you guys can just Leave sort of see toy. the little tokens poking out from <laughs> behind the curtains. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to reveal that in a second. Here we go. Uh-oh. That's some baddies. A big old group of baddies. Ooh-wee. All right, now I got to roll initiatives. They emerge from behind piles of spilled dog food. <laughs> Whoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Fine, you can go first. God. Am I getting a lot of really good rolls? <laughs> I'm not even looking. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll, we'll get the good rolls out of the way with initiatives, right? Yes, yes. Get those yeah, points out of the way. Yeah, Thank you. That, that- just all over. <laughs> okay. Bam. Bam. 
Sweet. That should be everyone. So sorting, descending. Looks like at the very top, yes, I have two or so natural 20s. I mean, once you get that many, who can count, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the curtains are pulled back, and you guys notice that you are being attacked. One of these hooded, cloaked figures appears to be some sort of human or humanoid, not a devil. He rushes towards you. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, he's just going to... He's going to go ahead and, and double move. He gets right up on you to Bobby, unable to do anything after that. The next cultist uh, rushes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Get up on me. Barely unable to attack Coslo, so he's going to double move and get there. Now, from the south, you guys see that there are two more of those hellhounds that you had to fight earlier as well as this really creepy looking devilish demon type of guy and maybe not quite sure exactly what it is but let me show you what is it uh shift z yeah there we go hey i know that guy <laughs> yeah yeah he works at the pizza place <laughs> okay that actually is apparently some sort of mask some like bronze creepy ass like baby looking mask the the monster itself is over six feet tall wearing armor has gray skin and is wielding a halberd and it's not going but it is apparently moving these hounds around now you guys got really good stealth so i think even the hounds might not have spotted you. Okay, yeah, they did not spot you. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, wait. Flank. They have advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. So that actually gives them a, a passive perception of 20 when it comes to hearing. And I think that actually beats your group roll, if I remember correctly. Let's scroll up here. So, Glubjeg, you got a 26, but nobody else was able to beat a 20. So, yes, the Hellhounds will have heard race as he didn't quite stealth. Can't believe, I can't believe they don't smell Glubjeg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have, They even have advantage on it, but I guess, Glubjeg, you, you bring a stick of deodorant with you for those stealth missions or something. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm standing in a pile of, like, carnal, visceral guts and blood. <laughs> so you just covered yourself with it. <laughs> he pulled, yeah, he pulled the Walking Dead. Yeah. Smart. I pulled the Walking Dead slash Predator. <laughs> All right, well, so this hellhound starts bounding across the temple floors. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Everybody's wondering about our uh, NPCs and the elephant. They're all outside, like, hiding right now. Yeah, they, when they saw that the place was overrun, these brave adventurers said, we're going to go in and clear the place out before you guys have to worry about it. You but, know, make it nice. Yeah. Let's see. It's got a 15-foot cone. Oh, that's... Darn it, you guys are just... Wait a minute, that, that hellhound is wearing a cone? Did it have, like, surgery? <laughs> yes, yes, it had surgery. Okay, so... Poor the, the hellhound rushes at race, and he gets right up in your face, but has spent both of its actions to get there. So no attacks for you, race. Coslo, your turn. Oh, 
Oh, well, you know, I think I'd better go into wild shape because, well, I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do because these guys, they're everywhere. Maybe they just want Tom to sell us shoes. Me. Maybe they're not actually attacking us. Okay, well, you know what? I can always go into wild shape next turn. So I'm going to throw ice knife <laughs> at these two numbskulls over here. Just know that because you're being threatened in melee, you have disadvantage oh, right. on range That's attacks. Disadvantage. Okay. Well, then I'm going to use bonus action to cast Shillelagh. And then I'm going to attack this Muppet with uh, Shillelagh. <laughs> okay, attack the Muppet. All right, so what'd you get? I got uh, 15 to hit. A 15 to hit. That is a hit for four points of damage. Yeah. Now, this, uh, let me just make sure my 1d8 plus 3. I don't think that's right. I think my shillelagh does 2d8 at this level. Oh. Let me check. Yeah, uh, check that. I think shillelagh actually is one of the few cantrips that doesn't scale. It's, uh, you're right, it doesn't scale, but it is a magical attack, so... Yeah. He knows I mean it. Yeah. So you you whack him pretty good. You knock the wind almost out of him, but he is able to recover and is still alive. Any movement? Yes. I am going to all, allow him to have an attack of opportunity on me in exchange for me getting the hell out of there. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to allow it? Okay. Well, here you go, sir. Okay, never mind. That was terrible. Absolute trash. <laughs> he weakly I allow it. <laughs> he weakly sort of waves his scimitar in your general direction as you uh, tactically retreat. Okay, well, and then I'm going to move right here, okay. so that I have a little bit of cover, and then I'm I'm going to stop right there. Okay, doke. Then next up is the other hellhound. He is going to, let's see, who would be good for him to go for? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, he's just going to go for race and glove jag. 35, 40, 45, 50, because I did a diagonal before. Yeah, he just, he just runs right up to you guys, double moving. And then next up is, ooh, okay, so this is an interesting individual. Oh, boy. Yes. Back up here with Dababi and Koslo. It's not just these hooded uh, sort of humanoid figures that are running around up here. You notice that there is a very uh, strange looking creature, which you recognize as being the one that sort of spotted you when you were resting in your Dioman's secret house. <laughs> there we go. That's what their mug looks like. It's sort of like draconic, but also demonic at the same time has white scales and stands probably head and shoulders taller even than Glubjeg, your tallest member um, that's all the rage in hell right now <laughs> they are wielding a tallness? i'm sorry tallness is all the rage <laughs> no, dr it, that, that draconic look it's all the rage and hell <laughs> But this creature is wielding a jagged longsword in one clawed hand. But yeah. you're absolutely certain that its bite and its talons would be just as lethal as the sword. Hey. 
And it even has wings that look powerful enough to potentially even allow it to fly, despite its great size. And that's exactly what it does. It leaps into Yay. the air and flies. <clears throat> Let's see, it's got a 40 feet, so like 5, 10, 15, and then puts itself another 15 feet up into the air. And it speaks. Oh. Well, it actually doesn't need to speak. It uses telepathy to, to just sort of intrude into all of your minds. Well, not all of your, just Coslo and Bobby, because it doesn't appear to be aware of the other two. And it says to you in Draconic, but using telepathy. Does do either of you speak Draconic? I speaks it. Okay. It says, um, <clears throat> you must be new here, but I'm about to make your stay in hell a very memorable one. And it sort of like grins at you and licks its lips. So it I don't understand. Are you the concierge? <laughs> <laughs> and it will go ahead and sort of fly over in this direction and then ends its turn. It seems to be sort of relishing and enjoying this moment and not trying to kill anyone yet. Race. Well, it's also, it's immune to ball bearings, which is very frustrating for a glove jig. Super frustrating. I have, oh, to, use the, I have I to use the restroom real quick, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna step away for just a moment. So okay. if you need to do anything, then you have control over my character. Okay, got it. Cool, cool. Not with my slingshot. <sighs> okay, I'm down horrendous. All right, I'm gonna use. I'm gonna call some rats, man. I'm using my pipes of the sewers or whatever it's called. <laughs> We're bringing rats into this. I'm gonna need all the backup I can get. Ooh, we're in all trouble. right, sewers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, rat time. Rat uh, time. I got two charges. We're gonna use them both in this fight. I feel like. Ugh. Oh, we got beans too. If we need them. <laughs> Ooh, how can I forget yeah. the beans? We're fine. <laughs> all right. Um, so you whip out your pipes and uh, you blow into them real quickly as you're watching these two hellhounds just charge at you, <laughs> and you're like, "Rats worked last time." Uh, <laughs> And uh, the pipes sort of like make this weird like whistling sound. They're kind of like perpetually gross because, you know, they're pipes of the sewers and they're oh. magic and shit. And suddenly you sort of feel like a little bit of resistance as you're blowing it as if something is like stuck inside of the pipes. And then out of the other oh, no. end, suddenly rats just start pouring out of the other end of the pipes. And yes! uh, you summon a swarm of rats. Sweet. Just don't breathe in. My, my sweet boys. Uh, welcome back, guys. Stuart, Little, the rest of you. <laughs> and if I move, they're going to get an attack of opportunity. These these bad boys, these puppies, these puppers. I'm going to do what I do best. I, I'm assuming one of them's in eyesight, so I'm just going to say, I got to be the alpha because they're dogs, so I got to get in my alpha dog mentality. <clears throat> this is my insult. <laughs> 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 That's it. That's the attack. All right. Well, unfortunately, summoning the rats was your action, so you only have a bonus oh! action left. Oh, damn. Did I just growl for nothing? Shit. All right. Well, um, I mean, it was cool. yeah, you, gro you growled at them as a bonus action. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I give a bardic inspiration to Glove Jake? Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'm going to go tinkle as well. All right. Ah! We're down to only two players. Let's hope they can make it. Next is. <laughs> One of the cultists, yes, another cultist starts charging 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 
Dababi, you're starting to be surrounded by cultists. I'm so not afraid. Yeah, they don't appear to be afraid of anything either, which is a little weird. Oh, but, you know, that's crazy. Time for Thunderwave. Yep. Don't give them ideas. Yep. All right. So the weird, fully armored, baby face masked looking monster begins to go. And let's see. What does this guy do? 30 feet movement speed. Oh, shit. He's got a crossbow. Nah, fuck it. He's not going to use a crossbow. That's stupid. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's his thought process. He's like, oh, fuck. I'm not going to use my crossbow. That's stupid. Why do I even have this thing? I'm a giant armored demon with a halberd. Why would I ever use a crossbow? All right, Koslo, it sees you trying to get away, and it charges at you. Uh, Uh-oh. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Better try praying again, man. Okay. So, yep, it charged across the room, and it's holding out its long halberd and pointing it right at you, but it used all of its actions to get there. So... That's right. You can't get me yet. This cultist uh, runs over there and surrounds to Bobby. And now finally, it's your turn to Bobby. Sweet. My turn. I'm glad all of you came to this meeting today. I wanted to talk to you about... (laughs) And I fucking thunder wave all of them. All right. So thunder wave. Let's see. And I'm going to do it at level one because I need to save my level two, I think. 15-foot cube, buddies. Okay, thank you. That's what I was looking for. So 15-foot cube. So you are going to need to move a little bit in order for, to get this to work. Okay. Um, if he if he steps up here, does is that that's still within melee, right? Yeah. Well, uh, he would, I guess he'd get attacked. Oh, then they get attacks of opportunity. Yeah. If you want to hit all of them, though, yeah, you're going to have to be... I'm going to have to move and take two attacks of opportunity. Yes. Hmm. Be risky, but not terrible. Not terribly risky. Oh, God. Great White Spark has a good question. Isn't it centered on him? It says, actually, that it originates from him. So he needs to be touching one of the corners or edges of the 15-foot cube. Actually, you could, if you wanted to, include yourself in the Thunder Wave. And so what I have it set as right here is a viable thing to do with it. But you would hit yourself. So it's up to you if you want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm assuming these guys are going to have a tough time hitting me. I'm just going to go up here. Okay. All righty. Two attacks of opportunity. Don't mind if I do. Whiff! Whiff! Oh, shut your mouth. You know you want to see Bobby go down. (laughs) No, no one. <laughs> it's too enjoyable. Fail. Epic Ha-ha! fail. Damn More it. epic fail. <laughs> I knew it. I knew the stupid bastards couldn't hit me. Okay. It's time. Make your saves, bitches. All right. Oh, fine. yeah. <sighs> too bad there's no vines around here. I could have pushed you 10 feet through deadly vines again. It's such a wonderful <laughs> tactic. And it is a Ugh. constitution saving throw. What's the DC? The 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 Is it my spell DC? Uh, yep. Well, it doesn't matter. It's definitely not ten or less. So both failed. No. 
Oh, wait, there's, there's well, four. four. There's, four. <laughs> there's four of them. All right, those are the top two. Bottom Spell two. save DC is 15. 15. 15. All right. What I'm looking at. Fails well, all around. All failed. Fails all yeah. around. Yeah. Yes. You guys are stupid. <laughs> okay, roll the damage. Killing okay, cultists. the damage is going to be uh, 2d8. And they're pushed 10 feet away. Let's see here. 2d8, 2d8. Oh, God. I'm panicking. Yep. Everybody be yep. really quiet so Aaron can feel the pressure even more. Oh. <laughs> oh yes look at all that damage holy shit Ooh, all right yeah, sir. you guys in the heat of battle you maybe catch a glance of dababi as he's surrounded by all these cultists but knowing how how tough he is and how untouchable he is you don't really worry too much about him more concerned with the hellhounds and demons in your face but you do catch a glimpse of him bringing his mighty wrench up in the air and then slamming it down as he yells out a, a single word. Go ahead and say it. Wrench! <laughs> <laughs> and as it impacts the ground in front of him, it just sends a shockwave out and it utterly destroys the four men in front of him, uh, turning their bodies into just ribbons of bloody pulp which are then knocked 10 feet back as per the spell Thunder Wave. <laughs> and it does create a very loud ringing sound and everybody momentarily looks over and sees the cool sight before returning to their battle. <laughs> nice yeah. job, Dubavi. Thanks. All right. Uh, one of the only remaining cultists left is uh, going to charge you, thanking his lucky stars that he was the slower of the bunch. God, that was that was bad. All right, well, you know. <laughs> he's just he's just gonna run up there i mean he's a crazy fucking cultist let's see he's gonna throw his life away for his why don't you kiss Lord. my feet while you're down there scum <laughs> he steps over the remains of his former friends and gets in your face Glubjag, your turn okay now if i understand the situation right they still don't know i'm there right well, so stealth is a little bit tricky. They because you're right there and they have direct line of sight of you, they they do spot you now. They just didn't know you were there when they were coming over here. All they did was they smelled a single halfling all alone and scared in this room. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, we're going to eat the shit out of them." And as soon as they walked in, they saw you standing there. And they're honestly, like, well, I yeah. I hate the smell of a single halfling alone and scared. It's just not pretty. <laughs> It's not this pretty. is filthy. Uh, <laughs> like hot dog water. Just, uh. So you're no longer <laughs> hidden, unfortunately. My plan all along was to lay in the corpses and cover myself with with gunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Tell you what. Make another stealth check. And uh, <laughs> come on. What make, are you doing, Brad? Fight. Make another stealth check, and <laughs> if you succeed, if you beat their pretty good passive perception then yes you will be hidden i'm Brad trying to disguising get, like, himself as 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 corpse yeah that actually is good enough <laughs> okay right. so here's what i'm gonna uh, do sure i'm gonna attack with bardrum's bite i get my surprise attack my regular attack and i get my planar warrior additional 1d8 change everything into force damage because all right my, 
My surprise attack is a non, or no, the uh, the planar warrior thing is a non-action. Oh, nice. All right, awesome. So you kind of, as the fight began to unfold and you sort of like noticed the occultists pulling aside the curtains, you thinking very quickly dropped down onto the ground and sort of rolled around in the blood and sort of hid underneath the giant corpse of this devil. And right as the hellhounds started to surround the poor, frightened, and lonely halfling, uh, you chose that moment to burst up from the ground and begin slashing at these fiendish demon dogs. Go ahead and make your attack. Ha <laughs> ha! Behold, chicken! <laughs> Here we go. Oh, that is good enough. There's that. All right. 2d6 for my surprise attack. All right. 1d8 for my other. So that's another 16 points of damage. Plus 23 is 29 points of damage. That's pretty good. Yeah. 29. Ooh. All right. Which one? The one immediately to your left or the one to race's left? Yeah, I'll go the one that is straight ahead of me. All right. And I forgot to roll initiative for the rats. <coughs> so I'm going to go and roll that real quick. Oh, my God. Wow. Hilarious. They rolled a natural 20. So they're going actually at a, yeah, 20. So they're going to be coming up pretty soon here. Let's move them into the right spot. It's one of the best rolls you could have hoped for with those rats. One up. All right. You oh, have an extra attack, yeah. right? I sure do. Forgot about we, that. You do have the bardic inspiration, so you can add that, and then I have to do a con saving throw with a DC of 16 or take thunder damage equal to the number rolled on the bardic inspiration die. Might as well do that. <laughs> All right. And it's the. Oh, yeah. This oh, time I'm. Creature within five feet. This time I'm. No, never mind. I already used a bonus action. Gotcha. Yeah, so if he used if he used that, uh, Dion, you would take some damage because you're also within five feet of him. Oh. So maybe Oh, I'm so tiny though. <laughs> you're still within I'll, five feet. I'll hold on to that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you do another follow-up slash which uh, cuts a deep slash in its chest. It is still alive, but you have done a tremendous amount of damage to it just in this one quick yeah. Go ahead and move if you want. I'm going to do the cultist's turn. The last cultist. Five. I'd get two attacks of opportunity on me, though, right? Yeah. If you're going to move away from them, they will get attacks of opportunity because you're no longer hidden. I'll stick it out. Okay. So the last cultist that hasn't gone yet ran up to Koslo, and he's apparently hoping to help flank with this devilish individual with his halberd. Then it goes to the swarm of rats. My so, children! <laughs> yeah, what do you tell them to do? I'm going to tell my beautiful boys to attack the hellhound that was already injured by a Kurigul or Glovejag, sure. whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah, if I can do that. Slap that ass, rats! Absolutely. They chitter at you in a, the insane, unrecognizable language of rats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then they actually, I think because they're a swarm, they can just walk right through the space of creatures. So they walk right over and past the first hellhound and sort of get into a flanking position with Glubjeg and then begins to try to bite the hellhound's ankles. Oh. Neuter that motherfucker. Come on, boys. 
Getting a 15 to hit for six piercing. Is that enough? Hellhound has a 15 AC, so that is a hit. Six. Oh, the best boys. Oh. Yep. They're Good job, good. my friend. Whew. <laughs> wow. All right, so that has brought the Hellhound down to single-digit hit points. Good work. Whoa. Oh, yeah. In one round. <sighs> Yep. How much? How much did the rats contribute? Uh, six. six. <laughs> wow. Yep. Those are cool rats. Pretty impressive. All right. So this hellhound is going to. Let's see. So the one to next to race that one is going to go now. Let's see. What is he going to do? Uh, get, it, get, it's got the the fiery breath. I think that's what it's gonna do. Oh, that's so fucked up. Mm, uh oh, it's real messed up. I. So <laughs> it provokes from you, Glubjeg. So you can go ahead and make an attack. Working on it. And I'm, since I'm sure you're not gonna kill it, I'm gonna move it into its final position here. Let's see, do you hit? Oh no, you miss. Okay, so that was a good risk <clears> I took. <throat> It gets right behind race, and then it opens its mouth and it unleashes a 15-foot long gout of fire. It's kind of like a burning hands. Uh, yes. So, so I don't like it. Can I? Can I hit all of you guys? I kind of don't think that I can. I think the rats are going to be a little bit too far. Let's see, 15 feet. Oh no! Yeah, that's 15 feet. All right. It's going to hit all you guys. So everybody, including the rats, needs to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Come on, rats. I'm psychically telling you to dodge. Yeah! Dude, nice. Brad, you beast. Wowie, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, all right. There's that. I'll roll for the rats here. Dexterity. And then I will also roll for race. Okay, the rats failed. That's not good. Oh, boys. Race, got a dexterity. Oh, you have plus six. Now, uh, I think a lot of people have inspiration. Let me know if you want to use your inspiration or not. You got it, race. So do you want to use it to have advantage on this roll, or do you just want to see? Uh, I, yeah, for sure. For sure. Because yep. I know they got to... They can do it back to back, so... They, yeah. yeah, they can do a lot of damage with this. So you're going you're gonna to use inspiration... Get advantage, and you pass. All right, half damage. Oh, thank goodness. Woo. Okay, Ooh, and mama. the damage is kind of high. 6d6. Does, does the save half it, or what? Halves it, yeah. All right, so 20 points, so only 10 since you passed. Oh, not bad, right. not bad. The rats, however, take the full Ooh. 20. Most of the rats My are boys. instantly incinerated and burned away into delicious-smelling rat roasts. Thank you for your service, boys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go to the uh, rat roast down at the VFW last week. <laughs> Damn it, those are delicious. Uh, all right, Coslo, your turn. To Especially when they bring stuff. out the dogs to cook the rats. It's a whole dinner and a show thing, sure. So what I'm going to do... Okay, changing into wild shape is a bonus action, correct, Emery? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to disengage on uh, cultist number five here. Oh, you. And then I'm going to move... 
Coltis. Number five. My 30 there, and then I'm going to turn into a brown bear, like I do. Yes! Ooh, we need it. All right. Very nice. You defensively maneuver yourself, and the cultist, of course, tries to swing at you, but he can't get an opening. And you actually notice that the devil or demon... By the way, if anybody wants to, in their turn, make a religion check, you can uh, see if you know what this thing is. Yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. But uh, it also, with its halberd, tries to swing at you, but you're able to avoid it. Then you turn into a bear and get ready to maul them next turn. Why don't you go and make a religion check, though, see if you know what this thing is. Okay, here it goes. I'm going to do a religion check now. Uh, Come on, Torm. (laughs) You better inspire him to help you this time. Come on, big fella. Come on, big fella. 13. Thirteen is not enough, unfortunately. Oh, Torm hates you. Yeah. You're not even really sure if this is a demon or a devil. Not that it matters too much. All right, next up, the other hellhounds. Ooh, oh, brutal. Okay. Oh, it's got the same. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of the same <sighs> shit. Same shit, different round. Oh, mama. So it moves over there, which actually provokes from the swarm of rats. So I'm going to have their attack. And from race. And do you have a uh, melee weapon race? I have a a rapier. Yes, sir. Go and roll your attack. Okay. Ah, the the rats miss. Mm. Are you saying the rats should should use inspiration? (laughs) That's right. Uh, I clicked on it and let's see if that did it. Oh, hey, it did. It did. You bastards. You actually hit it for five points. Which doesn't kill it, just barely. And it, much like the other hellhound before, it opens its mouth and just spews out fire. Another deck save from everyone. I'm not even gonna roll the rats, they die. Right. Do these rats smell good too, when they burn? Yes. Yes, but unfortunately, all the other previously good smelling burnt rats got overcooked by oh. this one. So now, oh, so now it's just nothing. Yeah. All right. So Brad, keep them medium well. You have an inspiration die, and I believe inspiration dice can be used on saves, right, Dion? Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah. So if you want, you can roll your inspiration to try to boost this saving yep. throw that you rolled. Because I'm assuming it it didn't work, right? Well, an eight would not save against anything in the game, so. You know that that rock? didn't save. <laughs> yeah. And wh- what's the die? Is it a D6, D8? Uh, D8 right now. Nice. So you... Uh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. So he rolled a one on his D8. So Yikes. that brings it up to a nine. That is not good enough. You guys are going to take both of you full damage because neither one of you can. Oh, jeez. Yes. So yeah, Wabas makes a good point. Roasted, roasted race. <laughs> race the roasted. Yes. Yeah. Race the... <laughs> All right. Well, luckily it didn't, oh. didn't roll per, particularly high. Only eighteen points. High enough I'm for at, me to go I'm at two down. hit points. Oh god. Oh man, this is it for us. Big fella, I'll see you on the other side. Wait, are you unconscious? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, that bro. took me all the way down. I had twenty to start. Oh my. God. <laughs> God, a fucking level five character with 20 hit points. 
Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a tiny man. You are Isabard. squishy beyond belief. So <laughs> squished. <laughs> oh, all right. So this winged, white, devilish... Fuck it. I wish, I wish somebody would pass a goddamn religion check so I could tell you what they are. <laughs> uh, but it sort of like uh, starts laughing as it looks at the carnage that is happening. And it sees, it sees particularly impressed, Dababi, with the thunder wave that you cast. And it sort of flies down next to you and telepathically says, Ooh, you are a strong one. Have you ever heard the gospel of Tiamat? Oh, in Draconic. shit. He's a talent agent for Tiamat. <laughs> I'm in. She, she telepathically says to you, let's test just how strong you are. And she brings the uh, longsword down upon you. So, what? Uh, yep, holding it in two hands. One attack with the longsword and one. I'm up for a test. Uh, as long as there's no math. Okay, that is a miss. And then the... Oh, wait. Uh, can you get an advantage? Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to do that. All right. It gets reckless. And also misses. So it just kind of rakes its talons and sword against your heavily plated body. And it seems a little disappointed in itself. A little angry that it didn't draw blood. <laughs> Did, I Did I pass, pass the, the test, test bitch? bitch? It just growls. <laughs> Race, you are unconscious, right? Yes, sir. Zero hit points, man. Okay. Oh, boy. I need a death saving throw, sir. What do we say to the god of death? Uh... Oh! oh! Ooh, that's a good roll. Ooh. Fuck you, god! Not today, bitch! No, we're like, alive, baby! Go we're alive! Full health immediately? Yeah, he goes up to full health immediately, Aaron. I got 60 HP right now, right? That's how that works? No, you get one hit point at the hey. beginning of your turn. So you can actually take your full turn right now. What do you do? Oh shit. shit. I thought it was like a Gandalf situation where he's like, you know. Maybe I come back as Race the Roastier. That doesn't make roastier, sense. Roastier, yeah. Race the Roastier. So here's the thing. <laughs> you have dropped your rapier plus okay. your pipes of the sewers. Oh no, my rats! Yeah, well, they were dead anyways. <laughs> but those are on the floor right now and you are on the floor. You're prone. Okay. Oh fuck. I need to stand up, which will use my main action. Then I need to run away, which will certainly give me an attack of opportunity. Ooh. You could, standing up takes half of your movement. Okay. And you could, as a, your regular action, you could disengage. Uh, okay. However, you look over and you see Glubjag, and he isn't doing very well either. So, yes. yeah, it's... I, I can't leave my man to die. Yeah. We, we, we really need an elephant right now. Shit. <laughs> One second, one second. This is sure. Yeah, I know you're in, you're in a tough spot. So go ahead and take your time and think about what you want to do here. You know that one of these hellhounds is on the verge of death, but Very the other true. one is basically at full health. Actually, it is at full health. Nobody's touched it. It doesn't tell me how far message goes, but I'm trying to message. figure. Oh, within range. I'm wondering what's the range. You guys are fighting next to a giant dead oh, oh, it's a naked devil. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh. Like the one from Legend. Yeah. What do I do? That's awesome. <sighs> We're in the thick of it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take a look at your D&D Beyond and see what kind of spells you have, shall we? Maybe none! The, uh... I have none! I thought we were going to long rest, and we did it, so I'm... Uh, oh, you're out I'm of spell dead. slots? 
Yeah, because I thought we were going to long rest. That's why I saved the last Leoman, man. Oh, oh I know. Dude, we're down. We're down bad, baby, but don't worry about it. I'm luckier than I am smart. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, wait. Leomund, so wait, Diomund's special secret, secret house. house. <laughs> so that spell is a ritual. And bards oh. have ritual casting, I believe, right? Let's let's double check that. And the, yes, the, the thing that about ritual casting is instead of spending a spell slot, you can spend 10 minutes to cast the spell and it doesn't cost a spell slot. So the vast majority of time when people are going to cast Leoman's tiny hut, they're going to do it as a ritual because it's rare that you instantly need a tiny hut right this very second. <laughs> it's possible, but most of the time people can do it in 10 minutes. So if bards have ritual oh, casting, cool. then you can take that spell slot back. So oh. you can you can have one more spell oh, slot. Oh my goodness. Thank thank you, DM. Yeah. Now, what do Anytime, I do buddy. This? I got one level three spell slot. And see, this is why you just need someone who's got your back, bro. Gemini, it's great people. Thank but you. I do hypnotic pattern. Is that is that what we need right now? That's a really good yeah, one. That's true. I think it might be my best option. It's either that or do a high level sleep. And cause but I'm so hard on sleep, I should just let it lie. Uh hard on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bards hey, have ritual casting. Alright, I, I thought they did, but it's best to double check. See, good call. Well, thank God someone knows what they're doing. I'm going All to right. cast hypnotic pattern on in a the box that fits both of these jerk offs. Alright. So Sweet. Uh, that's hopefully hopefully this works really well. The spell is freaking amazing. Uh, you just gotta hope that they fail well, their saves. On, All right. Come on! <gasps> they do not have magic resistance. That's really good. So they don't have advantage on these saves. Yeah. What type of save is it? A wisdom, I think? A wisdom. Yep. Okay, yes, so sir. Wisdom of 16. 16. All right. So they do have a plus one, but still not a good chance. Here's the one that's almost dead. Here's its roll. A seven. All right, that one <laughs> fails. Yes. All right. Come on, come on, come on. Die, motherfucker, or go the to sleep. Whatever it does. It makes you sexy. <laughs> the more important one, this is the one with full health. Here is its roll. Look over there! Oh, it's it like fails! failed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All oh, right. So this is, oh, one, this is one oh. of the coolest spells. It's one of my favorite spells. It's called Hypnotic Pattern, and, uh, and Race... You're unconscious. You're like bleeding to death when suddenly <laughs> you just like wake up. Maybe it was the, you know, a, a little bit of rock just like jammed up into your <laughs> spine as you fell down, you know, just forced you to wake up. And something happens. You wake up and you see your pipes of the sewers just on the ground next to you. And, uh, you know, you're like, uh, you need musical instruments in order to cast your spells being a bard. So you sort of weakly reach your hand over and put the pipes to your lips. And as you begin to play them, the hellhounds sort of like turn and look at you and start growling, getting ready to bite you and tear you to pieces. When all of a sudden this magical, colorful rainbow of scintillating colors and sparkles appears all around them. And they stop looking at you and then just start staring at all the colors and start, they, their tongues just hanging out, just like, Totally captivated by your magic. So that means they are unable to do anything until you stop concentrating on that spell. Nice. 
All right, next That's up, what? this fiendish dude with a halberd doesn't seem to be dissuaded by the fact that you, its prey, just turned into a bear as it comes charging at you, Koslo. And it gets to you right there, and you see that its halberd, combined with the natural reach of its arms, is able to strike you from 10 feet away. He makes two halberd attacks. Oh, oh, wait, he can make three halberd attacks. If an allied... That, yeah, no. Oh, Ooh. God. Yes, if an allied fiend of challenge rating six or higher is within 60 feet of it, the Maragon makes three halberd attacks. That's oh, I remember what it is. It's a Maragon. Uh, oh, shit. A Maragon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just totally ruined everything. Now you guys know. Might as well just kill it immediately. I was right? going to make my check anyway. <laughs> All right. Halberd three times. Here we go. Oh boy. Well, thanks for tuning in to watch the uh, death of our party, everybody. This is going to be good. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Subscribe to Rated RPG wherever you get your podcasts Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. Many thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them, the address is patreon.com slash rated RPG. Follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG Podcast. And for Rated RPG live streams, check out twitch.tv slash Game Society Pimps. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast.